Hi guys! Today I'm going to cover the Oscars, the red carpet, the event itself, and the Vanity Fair after party, as well as talking about Harry and Meghan and some of the fallout from their post-Megxit corporate appearance. So stick around for that. I'm going in. All right, did you watch the Oscars? Let's talk about the red carpet and the show and the parties. Um, Spike Lee, he is one of my favorites. He always looks cool. He's got that New York thing. Uh, he's always making social commentary. Um, he was wearing a purple tuxedo type of an outfit. And I thought, is he re-wearing something he's already worn? I think I've seen him in purple. And sure enough, I went in and looked. And it says that he wears purple in memory of his good friend Prince. I mean, how touching is that? And then last night, he added to the purple, which also happens to be the color of his beloved Lakers. When you think of the Lakers and their floor seats, you got Jack Nicholson and Spike Lee always there. So he wore... He had the purple with some gold piping, which is the color of the uh, Los Angeles Lakers, and then added Kobe Bryant's numbers, also a friend of his. So really, really touching. And he looked great. Um, Then we had Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig. They were both in Valentino. Maya's was an orange beaded um, gown. And it was actually really nice, especially when you saw her moving in it, walking in it. But her shoes were all wrong and they killed the outfit, in my opinion. Then Kristen Wiig in this deep red Valentino, very edgy um, dress that some people wore. There was memes of lasagna noodles today uh, because it had scalloped edge. Some people liked it, some people didn't. I didn't think it was right for the Oscars, but then when I realized they were presenting in design categories, I understood why she went with something a little different. So it was Valentino. She had black leather gloves with it, but again, her shoes didn't work, so it didn't quite drive it home for me, but props to her for taking a risk, and overall, I thought she looked great. Then we had Janelle Monet on the red carpet in this dramatic silver Ralph Lauren like hooded cape dress which was an homage to Grace Jones and some people liked it I thought it was I don't know even though it was silver and shiny I found it a bit flat really the only interest it had a cutout in the back but honestly speaking her back itself didn't look that good and I always say like whether it's fashion or makeup it has to suit the face or suit the body and maybe her back wasn't the best thing to show off or maybe it was the way it was cut I just didn't like it wasn't feeling it but I still love Janelle Monet. her face I could look at forever and I normally love what she wears when she's in her black and white and her tuxedos but this I wasn't feeling it but it's okay we all have an off day then we have Laura Dern. She was in Armani. She won the Oscar last night. So deserved. She seems like a lovely person. And she's a terrific actress. But her dress, again, Armani, it didn't work. It was white. It had like black tassels on top. It was just strange. It was an odd choice. The way it fit her, no. And then her hair, it was down, but it was stiff. 
and it aged her. You know, anybody over 40, near 50, stiff hair, even if you're young, it's going to age you. We had Kylie Jenner at the Tom Ford show with an updo that was stiff the other day. It aged her. So I'm sorry, Laura Dern. No, last time her hair, uh, I was saying, I believe it was the Golden Globes. It looked too loose. This time it looked too stiff. Then we had Kelly Ripa. Once again in a Gone with the Wind gown. Girl, you're not at Tara. Like, we need to stop this year from New York City. Surely you can do better than this. No. Those gowns have got to go. No. You're not. You're not Charlotte. This is not Tara. <laughs> Honestly, they look ridiculous on her with those gowns. Okay. Then we had um, Billy Porter wearing Jill Deacon. It was so cute. So, I don't always like what Billy Porter wears. In this case, I thought he looked great. And as a matter of fact, when he was interviewing Spike Lee, Spike Lee said to him, quote, You're killing the game, brah. <laughs> I love that moment. It was absolutely adorable. And he, he is killing the game. He surely is. Then we had Billie Eilish and Chanel. It was a loose Chanel suit. She had her sneakers on. She was staying on brand. She wasn't posing. She was hamming it up instead. You know, she wants to be known for her work and not for being a poser or a glamour girl. So I liked I liked her. Uh, she was wearing, like, cut-off um, gloves with the fingers cut out, which is Carl Lagerfeld would have loved that. Very Carl. And then later on, she changed to Gucci, which she wears a lot of. Um, then we had Olivia Coleman, who usually looks terrific on red carpet. She's got wonderful taste. This dress was great. It was Stella McCartney. It just had a little bit too much going on. It was a dark color. It had a dull, another inset color. Then it had like two big rhinestones on either side. Then it had some fluting going on. It was just, there was just too many small details Otherwise, it would have been great. And you're still one of my fashion girls, Olivia. It's okay. <laughs> Sandra O. Oh, people were on the fence about this. It was an Ali Saab gown. It was very romantic. It was very elaborate. Perhaps too elaborate. It had very big sleeves. I don't know if the sleeve should have been smaller or if her hair should have been a bit bigger. Her hair was sort of pinned up and close to her head. Didn't balance out the sleeves. But um, she's a great woman, and she still looked beautiful if it wasn't my favorite. Renee Zellweger won the Oscar. We all knew she was going to win. She deserved to win. She wore an Armani gown, uh, like a column gown. She always wears a column-type dress for the last, I don't know, 20 years. Always in the same silhouette. This one was uh, one sleeve. And it was in a pale, pale blue with her pale, pale skin. She wore absolutely no accessories. No bracelet. Yet, oh, she had one ring on. No earrings, no necklace, no bracelets, no belt, no nothing. So it was her hair. It looked like she could have done it herself. Although I think, I don't think so. I don't know. It looks like an amateur did it. But it wasn't. Renee, you know, I think by the time some of these celebrities do these, get through the rounds of the award shows, they're just over it. And that's what might have happened here. She was probably exhausted and had mean. <laughs> Margot Robbie in a 1994 Chanel. I liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked it. It was sort of off the shoulder with these detached sleeves. I think the sleeves were sitting too low on her arms. 
and I kind of think it, it just didn't make it uh, elegant enough, but it was still quite a beautiful gown, and we recycled, so that was really good. Cynthia Arrivo. I'm going to pick her as my favorite. She was in a white Versace, fitter like a glove. It was like one shoulder sweeping to the side with a very voluminous skirt. It was voluminous, but not too voluminous that it was ridiculous like Kelly Ripa's. Um, she got her accessories right, her hair right, her makeup right, her nails. She had like this killer cool manicure. Um, her shoes were like killer. She had these beautiful like ear cuff jewels on that beautiful white uh, close to the head hair, that gorgeous face, her makeup hit all the right notes. She was perfect head to toe. Was it my favorite gown ever of all time on anybody? No, not even close. But did she get it right for her, for the event? Yes. She looked like a queen. She was perfect. The girl knows what's going on. Charlize, I love, but I literally moaned when I saw her come on the black carpet. She was wearing black, which is a very safe choice. Um, her hair was very simple. She was wearing a ne- uh, type of uh, design of necklace that we've seen her wear before, sort of like a snake um, choker. And it was just too simple for me. I mean, she's stunning no matter what, but it looked like she didn't go the extra mile on this one. Again, she was probably over the rounds. <laughs> uh, it's always beautiful, though. Scarlett Johansson and Oscar De Renta. This one was a real fail for me. To me, she looked like a saloon girl. There was a lot going on in the top of this dress. It had fringes. It had mesh. The bottom was satin, and satin is very tricky. It shows every lump and bump. It actually made her look bigger when I saw her in several photos and moving. Uh, Not that she is big, but uh, satin, like I said, it shows everything. And then everything going on on top. Nope, not this time. Scarlet, no. Regina King. I thought, okay, on the red carpet, she looks beautiful. Not spectacular, but beautiful. But when I saw her walk on stage to introduce the first award... She looked so regal. It was it was wow. As a matter of fact, they panned the camera over to James Corden, who must have been talking to the person next to him, and you could see him mouthing, yes, she looks beautiful. And she did. It was Versace. Regina King always looks beautiful. So there you go. Saoirse Ronan, one of my favorite fashion girls. Her dress at first, it was by Gucci. I was like, there was... There's colors going on, and then there was this sort of pagliaccio clown uh, waves going on at the waist. And at first I was like, no, no, this is too weird, this is strange. But the more I looked at it, I don't know, it grew on me. It grew on me. It kind of looked better from the profile. I could see what they were trying to do with that pagliaccio going on at the waist. And then... But what I loved also was her hair was so simple. Her short bangs pulled back into a little chignon. And she had the cutest Gucci B-pin hair jewelry. And also, sustainable, the dress, they used the same fabric as her BAFTA's dress. So, there you go. Reuse and it was green and sustainable. And that is a terrific message. She's a cool chick, Sersha. She's a wonderful actress. 
Her accent's just adorable. She loves her fashion. We love looking at her. All right, moving on to the show. But before I do that, I did also want to mention Selma Hayek, who was a vision in her Gucci gown and Boucheron jewelry. She had a gorgeous Boucheron, like, leaf headpiece. Her face looked absolutely beautiful. Her hair was reminiscent of Elizabeth Taylor. I loved the one side of her gown in particular. It had, like, a billowing sleeve, while the other had, like, a a jeweled strap. I wish the dress was white. I wish it had it had have been in a dark green or a navy blue. I think it would have made her tiny figure that's heavy up top, let's say, look um, a little more balanced. So, yeah, but she did look spectacular, Salma Hayek, I have to say. And so did Penelope Cruz. I loved her Chanel dress. I didn't like the high-low hem, but I did love the top of the dress. And also, it was a vintage Chanel dress. So, again, being sustainable. Um, moving on to the show, opening with Chanel Monet, who is always nothing short of fantastic. She did a performance with, like, a nod to nominees and some non-nominees. As well, she uh, said that she was proud to be one of the first black openly queer performers. She was the first black openly queer performer to open the Oscars, as well as Billy Porter, who joined her on stage. So this is Black History Month, and we had two openly black queer performers. I think that's terrific. We're definitely moving in the right direction. We're not there yet, but it's it's a start. Then we had Chris Rock and Steve Martin. It was great to see both of them. They were pretty funny. I loved the line when they were making fun of Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon, who was in the audience. They said, when he writes checks, the bank bounces. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Then we had uh, President Obama and Michelle Obama uh, winning a their first Oscar for producing American Factory, which won in the documentary category. So President Obama, now he has not only uh, a Nobel Prize, but now he's got an Oscar. I mean, this man, he's a bit of an overachiever. He can calm down now, okay? President Obama, we we love you. We got it. You're you're a saint, pretty much. <laughs> we love him. Then I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about Leonardo DiCaprio and his girlfriend Camilla Marone. They were seated in the audience of the Oscars, but they did not do the red carpet together. Leo, he's known he doesn't want to be with his dates on the red carpet. He somehow talked, uh, got Giselle talked him into being on the red carpet with him and. We all know how that ended up. He doesn't like to be photographed with his girlfriend. And we think Leo's a playboy. I've heard it firsthand. The stories I've heard, I could not repeat, okay, about Leo. Um, He was sitting in the audience with his girlfriend, Camilla. She's a beautiful girl. I think she's Argentinian and possibly Italian. And um, anyway, she's uh, an actress in her own right, and I've heard her in a few interviews, and she sounds really bright, and I really liked her in the interviews, actually. She's 22, and he's 45, but no red carpet for that. 
Uh, then we had this surprise performance by Eminem. It was awesome. I loved it. Eminem was, he was killing it. The thing about Eminem, and you know, we have white rappers, they're trying to be cool, they're trying to be rappers. When Eminem raps, he means it. Like, he lives it. He's not just trying to be cool, trying to be a rapper. Like, that's him. He raps from the gut. So, he rapped Lose Yourself, which he won an Oscar for in 2012, 18 years ago. He didn't go to the Oscars, and now here he was. It was kind of random, but I'm here for it. I thought it was terrific. The audience was really, really into it. Other than Natalie Portman. What else is new? (laughs) Um, Then we had Elton John performing always a treat but I will say he looked tired I think he's had a lot of health issues I know he's got chronic back issues that please that's hard on people that have that I'm not sure if he had cancer I don't want to put a mistruth out there but anyways I know he's with his health he's been through a lot lately and he did look tired I have to say so I'm glad he's he's winning awards and getting accolades he deserves all of them the man's a legend he's unique he's just god bless we love him um, and then we have the Vanity Fair party, and oh boy, did we have some thirst on that carpet. All the people that didn't go to the big show, and they were invited to the Vanity Fair ca- ca- uh, parties, they have the red carpet there, and all the photographers, and those girls were pining for those spots. Starting with Kate Bosworth, who never misses it, because she, she always looks incredible. She looks hungry, but she looks incredible. Uh, she said that she doesn't, she styles herself, which is cool, and maybe she can't afford a style, she doesn't work that much, but anyways, as far as I know, in acting, anyways, uh, but she looked terrific, I believe she was in Roth and Russo gown, I mean, she just looked spectacular, that face, then Kim and Kanye showed up, Uh, Kim wore a dress that Kanye had gifted her. She said she didn't know when she was going to wear it. She thought tonight was the right time. Well, I don't know. It was a McQueen gown from his 2003 shipwrecked collection. And so this dress was kind of all in tattered and looked like something that would have been a gown that would have been in a shipwreck. It grew on me after a couple of dozen photographs. I think it made her look a little bit bigger. It's a kind of gown, it was sort of, some gowns are only meant for the runway. I mean, I don't know what occasion you would wear this at. It was almost like it wasn't formal enough for for this event or, I, I don't know where you would wear this gown. I don't know how I feel about this gown on Kim. I mean, she did look good, but it was just an odd choice. I don't know. It's just like which one of these things doesn't belong. Um... And then Kanye was with her, and they were posing up a storm, and then Kylie showed up, and she was, you know, looking like Jessica Rabbit, like she normally does when she's dressed up, and she was in a Ralph and Russo gown that made her look much, much older than she is, and one uh, outlet reported that she was in a McQueen gown, oh my god, McQueen, he's rolling over in his grave, there's no way in hell McQueen did that jeweled gown, it was Ralph and Russo, it was so not McQueen. So she was posing up a storm, and then along for the ride was Corey Gamble, who's Chris's boyfriend, and he was kind of tailing along behind them, and it was funny, like, they were moving from post to post where they were supposed to pose, and then you kept, you saw Kim, and then you saw Kim and Kanye, and then you saw Kylie by herself, and Kim by herself, and, and then the sisters by themselves, and then all of a sudden you see Corey posing on one of the posts, <laughs> so he was trying to get on the action, too, Corey wants to be, uh, 
he's officially a Kardashian now, apparently. <laughs> so, okay, good for him. Um, then we had Sierra looking really beautiful. She had the see-through dress on, though. It was very see-through. Okay, her face looked beautiful. But th- it was so see-through. And underneath, she had a, a bathing suit, really, is what it looked like, a bathing suit. Most of her bum cheeks were exposed. Uh, it, it was just, like, it would have looked better if she had, like, a, a short, short slip under there. Strap a little slip. It was just too bare for a pregnant lady or for any lady, in my opinion. <laughs> If it had a, had just a, a slip instead, it would have been spectacular. I mean, this thing was shining in those lights. Her face looked glorious. Her hair looked beautiful. Had a matching wrap in her hair. Oh, she looked just beautiful. But for me, I'm a prude once again. It was just too much skin for, not for this event, no. And speaking of too much skin, we had model Joan Smalls who went in this dress i mean i don't know joan smalls is beautiful i don't know i've never seen her look this thirsty but she basically had pasties on her breast it was all one piece of dress but the top was just pasties it reminded me a little little kim and she was she was thirsty she wanted those photographs then we had chrissy Teigen, who i love i love her personality i love her husband i love the relationship but she was wearing this dress. It reminded me of a car wash. It had all these things hanging from it. You know, when you go to the car wash and all those colors spray on your window and then the mop comes and rubs it off your windshield. Basically, her dress looked like that. <laughs> and then her face had so much filler and Botox. Stop it. Girl, you are beautiful. Stop right now. <laughs> and then I wanted to mention Behadi Prinsloo. She is Adam Levine's wife from Maroon 5. I think she was wearing skims. Like she was literally wearing this black tank top with spaghetti straps, a simple short black skirt with a thong hanging out of the side. Girl, what are you doing? You guys have got my what I I don't I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand what went wrong there. It's like she started getting dro- dressed. She put her skims on. And then she forgot to put her actual outfit on. And just went to the Vanity Fair party. Alright? And then I have what we call the trying too hard. Which is when they go to the Vanity Fair party. But really they're dressed for the Oscars. But you weren't invited to the Oscars. So you're going to dress. But you're going to dress like you were at the Vanity Fair party. In this category, we have Rosie Huntington-Whitley, the model. She was wearing this beautiful dress with this massively extended black shoulder collar thing. Fantastic. But imagine being in a crowded party with that. No, Rosie, this wasn't the Oscars. No, the dress was much. Nicole Richie, same thing. She looked fantastic. She had butt. She had these long evening gloves on. It was super, super formal. She looked like she should have been at the Oscars and not at an after party. Even if it was Vanity Fair. Nope, it was too much to call. And also, we had Rumor Villa- Willis. She looked very pretty. She was in a in an ethereal, kind of voluminous gown. And then she had a, a jeweled headpiece. Maybe without the headpiece, it would have been okay. But again, it was a bit that far, a bit too far. You weren't at the Oscars. This is at an after party. And it just makes me chuckle when girls do this. It's like they want their moment. The photographs are going to go out. But guys... This is the after party. Don't forget. And finally, we have Hailey Bieber. She looked very pretty. She was in sort of in a lingerie and spa dress, looking very sexy. While her husband was across country in New York City, 
playing hockey. So there's that. And there you go. There's the Oscar wrap up. I hope you enjoyed it. And we're off. Uh, after reporting that Harry and Meghan's first official engagement post Megxit was a huge summit for JP Morgan Chase Bank, the biggest bank in America and a Wall Street giant. It was attended by billionaires and notable celebrities alike. So, of course, we have uh, headlines today. I'm going to get to one that I came across from a journalist for the she's a journal a columnist for the Sunday Times. Her name is Camilla Long and she tweeted her um she tweeted now there's a socking headline. So I thought well, what does she mean by socking until I looked at the photo. It's the New York Post and what she's saying is they're socking it to them. Okay? People are are Newspapers are looking at this, some newspapers are looking at this as like they went corporate, they sold out, they're going for the money. That's just, I mean, the optics, the optics aren't good in my opinion. So, the the New York Post headline, Sussex shills, shills with a dollar sign for an S. Harry and Meg flown by private jet to J.B. Morgan Wealth Summit. Okay, it isn't confirmed if they were flown there by private jet, but the chances are they were. J.P. Morgan has a private jet. Uh, That's normal operating procedure for these types of things. Okay, so fine. But then the big headline says, send in the crowns. As in send in the clowns? So they really did sock it to them. Whoa, that is not good. Of course, the Daily Mail, they had their sort of insulting headline. Um, So then I went through on this lady's feed to see what some of the commenters said. And there was three sides, three, three varying opinions. A little taste. One person said... I'm glad I avoid these nasty tabloids. So she wasn't having it. And I'm sure there's a large majority of people who feel the same. Another comment said, bravo, as in good for the New York Post for sticking it to them. <laughs> and then another person wrote, but do you believe it? Or is it to be- do you believe it's true or just PR hype? Which I think is the best question. And my answer to that would be, I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. It, it usually is. There's there's the paper side, Harry and Meghan side, and then the truth is somewhere in the middle. <laughs> so that's my opinion. So then, this was yesterday these headlines came out. Or, you know, middle of the night, our time, whatever it might be in the last 24 hours. So then today... In People Magazine, we have a positive story on Harry and Meghan. I wonder whose PR team this may have come from. It says, Queen Elizabeth requests Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and baby Archie's return to the UK for a royal event. Okay, so 
they're still, you know, the queen still wants them there. You know, they don't want to look like they're money grubbers or gone corporate or sold out. They're, the queen's inviting them back home. <laughs> so it says that they could be returning to the UK for their next month for their last round of official royal engagements. Queen Elizabeth reportedly requested the Duke and Duchess who will, will uh, att- for join the royal family for the annual Commonwealth service at Went- Westminster Abbey on March 9th, according to the Sunday Times. Harry and Meghan are expected to attend the event with their son, Archie. Da-da-da. Following the appearance, they will return to Canada where they are beginning to settle into their n- new non-royal life. Uh, the family of three have been uh, enjoying scenery on their hikes with their beagle guy and their Labrador. <laughs> enjoying a quiet life. They go for long walks. They do yoga. I'm, I, I, whose PR team is sending this? I wonder. <laughs> so on the one hand, you have headlines saying they sold out. Here they go. Da, da, da. And then on the other hand, we have stories coming out going... The Queen wants to see them. They're going to be coming back to England. All is good. <laughs> it continues. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that Oscar wrap up and the follow up on Harry and Meghan. And please come back because there's never a shortage of celebrity news and headlines. Bye, guys. Thank you.